Hey, Rose, do you ever call up Royally Obsessed on Alexa? It's one of the easiest ways to listen to the pod. You can hear our latest episode every week there, thanks to Amazon Music, which has a full catalog of podcasts, including Royally Obsessed. All you have to do is say, Alexa, play Royally Obsessed on Amazon Music. Oh, no, mine is listening to me say that right at this moment. <laughs> a royal reminder, new episodes drop every Thursday. Tune in on Amazon Music. Now on to the show. Please rise for their majesties of Royally Obsessed, the podcast for all things royals. Stand by! Three cheers for Her Majesty the Queen! Welcome back to Royally Obsessed. I'm Lisa Ryan. And I'm Caitlin Menza. And it's time for your weekly update on the royal news you need to know. Or rather, this is a special post-holiday edition, <laughs> so some information for you. Yeah, jingle, jingle. I wish I had Christmas. I should have brought jingle bells. Oh, I'm going to find a jingle bell on my phone. Keep going. Keep Coulda, woulda, shoulda. <laughs> um, so please follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. We love the Facebook group. It's where I get all my royal news. Yes. Um, and you can subscribe to the podcast and leave us a royal rating of a five-star review. It's always much appreciated. And if you would like, you can send us an email at info at gallerypodcast.com. And this week, we have a post-holiday royal Netflix binge with Rachel Handler from Vulture, again with the Vulture. Yes. So, of course, we're pre-recording because of the holiday. Um, So we chat with Rachel to discuss some things that you guys should watch on Netflix while you're in your sweatpants this week. Sounds good. I hope you're in your sweatpants this week. I wish that for you. I'm certainly in my sweatpants, and I'm certainly watching Netflix as this is released. This is true. I'm just kind of in a permanent Netflix binging <laughs> mode where it just keeps on going on and on and on. And then after a few hours, it asks me if I'm still watching. And then I say yes. Unfortunately, yes. And then it keeps on going on and yeah. on and on. And it's the best week. It's one of my favorite weeks of the year. That's my life. Yeah. Happy to be spending it with you guys. Mm-hmm. Well, first we have uh, a royal cocktail. And now it's time for the weekly royal cocktail. We got (laughs) Jameson whiskey because Rachel was coming into the office. And last year we had Rachel on. um, Loyal Royal Rose will remember. She was on to tell us all about the royal movies. And there was a lot more Oscar bait and less just Netflix bait. Yeah. And while she was there, she was drinking her whiskey neat because she is a cool girl. She's so, a super cool girl. So we had to have the whiskey again. So we got the whiskey and we've mixed it with pumpkin ginger snap tea. Yeah. I mean, again, if we were cool like Rachel, we'd be drinking it neat. But instead, we poured it into tea. And now it's kind of like it's not a toddy by any means, but it's like it's an adult beverage. Yeah. It's like I have a splash of whiskey in my really great tea. Yeah. It's really delicious. So thank you, Rachel, for inspiring that. Um, then we have a listener email. Yes. Please do the honors. Okay. So this is from Brittany and the subject line is all capital. I own Meghan Markle's engagement ring dot 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 kind of. Hello, ladies. I've been meaning to share this story with you two ever since I started listening to your podcast. My husband and I went to Epcot at Disney World for our honeymoon. We visited all of the countries in the park and my favorite by far was England. We visited a mini version of the Rose and Crown pub that Megan and Harry recently took baby Archie to. I didn't know that that was at Epcot. That's so fun. After having a drink and listening to the bartender's perfect British accent, I kind of forgot that I wasn't actually in England for real. To top it all off, there was a gift shop attached to the pub that sold everything my royally obsessed heart could ever want, including a replica of Meghan Markle's and Kate's engagement rings. For the low price of $30, I'm now the proud owner of Meghan Markle's engagement ring, kind of, and that and what feels like a very small piece of Megan. Love the podcast. Keep up the great work. Now, I'm so intrigued by this because uh, Brittany included some photos and she looks super cute in the Epcot pub. 
but no photo of the ring. And I'm wondering if it was like the early version of Meghan Markle's engagement ring or the later version. Who knows? Because she has since changed the band, as we know, thanks to Town & Country's Mm -hmm. scoop. Um, So, Brittany, let us know. And the pictures of this pub at Epcot look super British because it looks like it's been raining. Yes, it does, actually. (laughs) And it's it's all wood paddles. Water on the sidewalk. Yeah, it's so great. Um, So thank you so much for writing in. That's so cute. Epcot. Wow. Really right on top of it. I guess we'll go to Epcot if we can't afford a trip to England. Listen, I'm still working on it for 2020. (laughs) I see that for us. That's my thing I'm trying to manifest for us is recording an episode in the Mm UK. And now for This Week in Royal History. And now, This Week in Royal History. On December 23rd, 1992, the Queen's Christmas speech was leaked. Yes, which, who? Who done it? Oh who my God, also, this was 1992, so it was the Annus Horribilis. Oh my gosh, she had a very Annus Horribilis then. Wow, that's really bad. So at the time, a national newspaper published the Queen's Christmas speech two days ahead of schedule, sparking a full investigation from the BBC into the leak. Buckingham Palace today denounced it as very regrettable, the publication of the Queen's traditional annual speech in the sun. Of course, it was the sun. It signaled a clampdown on future advance availability of the speech to the world's press. Oh, okay. If that's how it happened... We're going to give some journalistic background. Sometimes these speeches are given to oh, the press. Embargo. And under embargoes. All kinds of things are given under embargo. Photos, you know, and you're not allowed to. like, So you can like write your articles ahead of time and then publish them at go time. Mm-hmm. The time when the embargo lifts. Um, but it sounds that doesn't sound all that complicated for how that leak happened. If that's what yeah. happened. It's like, how did it happen? And then at the. It goes. The article goes on to say the publication embargo spells out the radio broadcast should not be before nine GMT on Christmas Day. So yeah. So okay, investigation <laughs> solved. Yeah. We figured it out. What happened was someone broke the embargo. Yeah, it's not like a I don't know a housekeeper like gave it to some gave it to the sun or like someone clandestinely like a upper um, senior yeah aide like it's, her speechwriter. It's or literally just the tabloid did not obey someone messed the embargo. With the embargo. I guess it was an Annis Horribilis for many reasons. Oh, my God. Right up until the end. 1992. What a tough, tough time. Um, so, of course, I'm going to say again that we are recording um, before Christmas. And so we don't know how the Queen's Christmas speech went. I hope beautifully. I assume wonderfully. Um, I can't wait to watch it myself. Although, I don't know. There was a bit of Annis Horribilis this year. So maybe it touched on some Annis Horribilis stuff. I hope she, I'd, I'd be intrigued to see how she I feel like it should goes there. Um, and so we're we're also going to do some weird time travel because we're going to discuss our predictions for the Christmas appearances from this family, even though by the time you're listening, it's already happened. And we could be very wrong. We could be super. I mean, I love being wrong. I we're do. often wrong, despite how often <laughs> the tabloids cite us as sources. <laughs> yeah, I love being wrong. So, of course, um, I assume we will see uh, Prince William and Kate Middleton on the walk up to the church. At Sandringham. At Sandringham. My greatest desire is that we'll see the kids. Of course. We've seen the kids before at Christmas, um, but that was not at Sandringham. That was in Buckleberry. Um, Bucklebury. Bucklebury. Because we did this last year. I'm American. (laughs) I'm American. Um, That's my whiny voice I use when I'm upset and wrong. Um, But yes, so we've seen the kids at Christmas before. Of course, that adorable photo of George with the candy cane. But I'm hoping we see all three kids. That would be my wildest dream. Oh, yes, because as we've reported, not exclusively, Louis can walk. Louis can walk, yes. Is he going to walk up to church? I hope so. That'd be so cute. Who knows? That would be amazing. Um, 
I mean, of course, other things like on a less exciting thing, we've seen reports that Prince Andrew is going to be doing the walk. And so yeah. if he is, that would be interesting. Yeah. Unfortunate. It's not ne- necessarily something we want to see. No. But it's something we might see. And we might see. Um, and then something we also can predict is that um, Meghan and Harry won't be there because we know they won't be there because... They told the world they won't be there. But at the yes. same time, we anticipate headlines from tabloids and newspapers being like, why aren't the Sussexes at Sandringham for Christmas, even though we already know why? Yes. And I assume some of them will be very scandalous and very derogatory and mean. And stupid. Stupid. Extremely stupid. It seems to be a constant. <laughs> I've seen a lot of stupid headlines lately. So I imagine those articles also might be pre-written just like the Christmas speech one was. Because that's what we do. We Who's going to break the embargo on the false outrage? On, on judging the Sussexes. Um, so those are the things we can predict. Um, of course, you're listening, so you already know, and I'm jealous of you. And another thing is, as we record um, on December 17th, full mm-hmm. transparency, mm-hmm. we have not yet seen holiday cards. No. What the f? I'm pretty sure we saw them by this time last we year. We absolutely did. So I'm, I'm very impatient. What's going on with these know. holiday cards? I don't know. Watch it drop tomorrow. I know. Well, <laughs> that tends to happen when we record things, and when I express outrage about not something not having happened yet. Um, <laughs> that said, um, it's such a delightful day. Always, I really love how the royal family treats. Christmas and I hope all of you are having a wonderful Christmas or had a wonderful Christmas if you celebrate it or are just having a great downtime week if you don't. Mm-hmm. Everyone have a great downtime week. And watch some Netflix. And so now for Netflix, let's bring on Rachel. And now we're joined by Rachel Handler. She's a staff writer at Vulture, and she's here to tell us all about Netflix's holiday movies and especially the royal ones. Yeah, I'm going to do something very selfish right at the start um, and ask you to tell us about the experience. You've had an amazing year of coverage, <laughs> and I want you to tell we're just our interviewing listeners you. Oh, okay. about a non-royals thing, which is Ariana Grande finding your work about her. Okay, I it's royals related in that she is, is a prop princess. She is the the queen. Mm-hmm. I I don't know really how to put it into words. I I was telling Lisa before we got here that when I saw her, first of all, I spent the whole day like crying about my haircut before that. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. So I was having a rough day. You know, mm-hmm. you get a haircut, you cry. It's what happens. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I don't was know you know sitting way. in my bed crying, and then um, I looked at it's Twitter, and all these random like Ariana stands were tweeting at me. And I was like, what is going on? They're like, look at your Instagram, look at your Instagram. Because her stands are so insane. They like follow her every move and, you know, like tell you if you're related or involved. So anyway, I looked at Instagram and I just started screaming and jumping on the bed for like two hours straight. And then I called my little sister. Because what had she done? Oh, sorry. You're right. I didn't explain it. Well. <laughs> so she had so she had read, I didn't even know this, but they print they put my like I wrote this dumb piece at like six in the morning when I couldn't sleep about Ariana Grande's horny Christmas album. Sure. <laughs> um Christmas and Chill 2015. Highly recommend it. 2015. Twenty fifteen. That's when mm, it came out. That's right, that's and right. so I was like, just don't forget about this Christmas album. And it was just like a breakdown of it. And they put it in print and didn't tell me. And then I guess she found it and she like annotated it on her Instagram. She was like, oh, my God, this is the funniest thing ever. Rachel Handler, please be my friend. But she tagged New Yorker mag, which is so funny. That happened. <laughs> she and my mom. <laughs> yeah, some people don't know. I was like, she was so close. She was two letters off. Uh, you got to give it to her. It's fine. But she but got anyway, to your handle. She's, she didn't even find my handle. She just wrote, dear Rachel Handler, <gasps> I want to be your friend. And then she like annotated the article. Wow. It was truly 
the apex of my life. <laughs> I wish I were joking, but nothing has nothing has or will produce that reaction in me ever again. What a year. What a yeah. year. So we are so thrilled to have you here after quite a year. Thank you. What I, a way to wind it down. I hope that that's my association for the rest of my life. That's, that is how we should. <laughs> One-time <do>. Instagram <laughs> of Ariana Grande. Absolutely. So um, Ariana suggested that we Christmas and chill, but I'm here mm. to suggest that we Netflix and chill. Indeed. Whoa. I mean, Great transition. I love right? a good transition. Really good. Thank you. <laughs> really good. We've been doing this for almost two years, so we've got it down pat. And so, Rachel, uh, there's so many ones we want to talk to you about, but yes. first, can we please start with The Night Before Christmas? Yes. Is that what it's called? The Night Before Christmas? Yes. Night, the Night Before Christmas, yeah. With a K. Confusing because there's a lot of iterations. Nightmare, yes. you know, it's 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 yes. a difficult title. Um, my favorite thing about this movie is that it it suggests a Netflix Christmas cinematic universe. No. Oh. And it doesn't even just suggest it. It confirms the existence of it. I've gotten so many reader emails. So I wrote a post about it with Jackson for Vulture, and we were basically like, okay, there's this – um, big acorn from Aldovia that they reference. So that means that the that the other universe of a princess switch exists within this universe. But then that's also Vanessa Hudgens. Right. So it's like, is she replicated four times? It's actually two Vanessa Hudgens. There's two, but there's actually three in the upcoming sequel. What? what? It's like yes. Orphan Black. Yeah. Like there's that would mean in this universe there's four Vanessa Hudgenses. Wow. So, I mean, oh that, I prefer that. It really, it really raises a lot of questions about sort of like the intertextual – you know, Netflix. Meta, yeah, like you? what's going on and, wow. and what is reality. That's wow. amazing. What so is reality? Let's go through the plot. Yes. yes. Basically. As it were. Um, <laughs> it's super believable. I don't want, we're not going to have any spoilers. We're not going to spoil any oh, endings, okay. okay? But we'll have like light spoilers. Wow. Okay. So people have been lightly warned, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's this knight mm-hmm. in the 1300s mm-hmm. in England, and he meets an old crone. Crone. Who yes. he calls Old Crone. Old yes. Crone. Multiple times, mm-hmm. which I was horrified by. Crone and Wench were just thrown around really throughout this film. Horrifying. Really inappropriate. Yeah. And so what exactly does the Old Crone do to him? She, what does she do? She gives him like an orb. She gives him some sort of orb and she issues some sort of challenge. Yes. that it's like find your purpose slash fallen, like find your knightly <laughs> duty. And so let's just say maybe it's love. So it's kind of the plot of Beauty and the Beast. Oh, kind of. It's kind he's of. he's very attractive. Leopold and what's her name? The Kate and Leopold. Kate and Leopold. Right. Um, it is so many. It's Elf. It's also kind of mm. Elf, essentially. Oh. And it's two episodes of Vampire, Buffy the Vampire Slayer is wow, what you, I wrote in my notes. You really have a lot of references. That concept, oh, I, I knew you were coming, so I wanted to impress you, but truly, <laughs> I felt it was so like elfish. It's like fish out of water because mm. it's 600 years later. And he's yeah. like, where am I? And what are cars? And... Like, where's the castle? Where's my horse? Alexa, bring me my yeah, horse. Alexa, bring me my horse. He adjusted way too quickly. I agree. In a way that I, I found strained credulity for me personally. <laughs> I was like, this... I was like, he instantly is just like, he's fine with cars. He's fine with Alexa. Like, nothing's yes. jarring him. There's no sign of PTSD. He's completely yes. at home in the world. He's frightened by the first car. And then within mm. a day, he's driving a right, car. Right. Because he got hit by the car. And so he he's like, hit now by I get a car. it. And actually, I didn't think I was going to take notes throughout the film. I didn't think it needed that. But then yeah. that was the moment that made me pick up my phone. I was like, he's driving a car? Yeah. She mentions like, oh, I let him borrow my car. I'm like, Vanessa Hudgens. 
You let him borrow your car? This you movie can't drive. requires a notepad. I would tell all viewers <laughs> I took pages of notes because I was just flabbergasted by what was happening. Yeah, and then she just lets him move into her house. Instantly. Without that, any actually, questions, not one question. No. That bothered me. I was like, that's dangerous. Yeah. So dangerous. If you hit a guy with your car and he's like, I'm a knight from medieval mm-hmm. times, I'm going to stay with you. Yeah. Which, I mean, I know she suggested it, but I think just don't do it. And then yeah. he lights things on fire in her yard. The whole thing. Try to kill a skunk. Yeah, it's it's a dangerous yeah. uh, sort of uh, sort of paradigm to work from in 2019. I think. It's, but you know, I don't want any young girls watching this thinking, "Okay, I'm gonna <laughs> bring this knight into my home." Who seems mentally unwell? Yeah, I'm gonna let this mentally unwell person into my home. But at the same time, I would encourage everyone to be open to time travel and magic and, and love. love. <laughs> <laughs> And love. Yeah, yeah. Let's just say that obviously some sparks fly. Mm, um, but this Both was from the bonfire he creates in her yard in her as yard, he tries to hunt a skunk. Yeah. Um, but that was. And through love. My, I watched with a friend and that person was saying, um, so she falls in love with him and the whole love is predicated on a lie. Like she believes him to be a liar. Right. Or unwell or that he exists. She thinks that he hit his head when she hit him with her car. Yeah. And she feels guilty. Yeah. I did feel like the lady guilt was real the whole time. She's like, I have to house him. Right. Because I almost killed him. Right. I, there was a lot of – I didn't buy their relationship. And I also didn't buy – one of the foundational moments for them was falling asleep in front of Netflix, which I found so – Dystopian. They do that all the time. Though. I know Netflix like, movies. They're always watching Netflix. It's real. It's very like The Sims. Like yes. you know, like it, it just really takes me out of yeah. the movie and it makes me sort of ponder again reality. <laughs> what is and reality? what we're all doing here? Yeah, they're this doing the what they're doing. Yeah. What I'm doing. It is right. a little chilling. Um, here were some things that I liked. So those are you know we're we're discussing some things we didn't like. Here's what I did like. Oh, I liked all of that. <laughs> I Those did were too. high points. That was the highlight for me. <laughs> what I really liked uh, were Vanessa. I'm just going to keep calling her Vanessa. Um, Vanessa's sweaters. She had a lot of sweaters. Outstanding winter date she tops. She had five different coats. So many coats. Like Meghan Markle style. Abnormal. So many coats. She wears the same sweater in two different colors. Okay. Um, which seemed unlikely for a high school teacher and but lots of really cute like winter date outfits I loved her red dress for the big like Mm -hmm. Christmas party scene with the little tendrils and the earrings just Mm -hmm. like a very lovely style but I really Um, questioned her how sound her mind was when she literally walked around her house I tweeted about this it created mm -hmm. a, a giant sort of thread about it's if it is normal to hang out in your house wearing jeans like no passing out in front of the tv in jeans like just hanging out, cooking in jeans. Like, I literally come home and tear off all my clothes. Like, I'm, <laughs> like there's a fire on them. But to be fair, she had a strange man staying in her home. Sure. But, so like, maybe put on she some leggings. Proper pants. Fair. In case she needed to run out into the snow. That's fair. Also, this, speaking of the snow. So, no one brought the that set, up. That's a really good point. <laughs> the set is um, Netflix has a lot of money, right? Because they are green lighting a hundred Christmas movies a year. Not enough. But <laughs> that set. Speaking of all existing in the same universe, I was like, this is the set from her last Christmas movie. Oh, for sure. It might be the same set as Christmas Prince 3, A Royal Baby, which we'll be discussing in a moment. Yes. It's all the same Christmas Wonderland set. But But it looks cheap. It looks so cheap. That's what's what's crazy. It looks cheap, even though you know they spent millions on it. Netflix is my 
mortal enemy for canceling the OA and I'll never forgive them. So the other day I was like, why wasn't I invited to Netflix's Christmas party? And then I was like, oh yeah, I tweet oh, how much right. I hate them all the time. <laughs> they have you on a list. They have you on a list. I'm like, right, we're not friends. <laughs> but still, why? Why still does why? everything look like crap It all looks the time? like crap. Except for her wardrobe budget is outstanding. Her wardrobe is great. But the thing is with holiday movies, I like when it looks like crap. Yeah. The crappier, the better. I'm like, this is magical. Yeah. I love that it's in the same universe. It doesn't yeah. make sense. But you know what else didn't make sense? What? Mamma Mia 2. That's Here true. we go I, again. That That's movie true. is transcendental. And I would not even <laughs> mention it in the same sentence. As I know, but I'm just saying it doesn't make sense. So it's, it's definitely on a different level, yeah. of course. But it's something that but doesn't I, make sense. I, I, I agree it. with you insofar as the charm of like really chunky fake snow and that kind of thing. Like it's always snowing. Okay. In Ohio. I love a good snowball fight that's like cotton balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That was that was great. And then the subplot. Okay, so again, I'm I'm approaching this film with a slight mocking tone. Rachel is not. But no, um, I am. I am. <laughs> but this We're like Rachel's favorite movie. This, this is my favorite movie of the year. Surprising sub surprisingly serious subplot of a family that can't really afford a nice Christmas. I when they gave him the presents at that party. Tear, just tears. <gasps> wow, tears to my face. Really, and also that actor, the dad, he cries, and he was like an amazing actor. I was like, how did you wander onto this huh. set? Made me cry. But again, my threshold is quite low. So is mine. To me, that felt quite random. I thought it that was they were, weird. I thought they were going to have him sleep with someone. Oh, interesting. I was like, he was who an, is like he going to sleep with? Yeah. He, why is he here just to get money? Like you thought maybe he would like confuse the, sure, the love or, plot. And I didn't know the sister had a husband until like the last five minutes of the movie. I thought she was... That was very odd. they were setting her up. I so mean, that was I, odd. But the sister, may I just say... Yes, let's talk about I her. Am I pronounced... It's Emmanuel Shikri? Shikri. Shikri. Okay. Where has she been? From Entourage. Oh, I also remember. Also from that movie where she's on the subway with Lance Bass. <gasps> of course. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called right now, but she was in that. She is so pretty and I'm so she's glad. Beautiful. I was so glad to see her pop back up I was like oh you that's great happy to see you but she she spent most of her screen time quietly shaming her daughter for liking sweets she was always like stop eating those cookies that's a really why good are you point. stealing all the sweets like I was like is this the subplot and then when the daughter disappeared onto the ice I was like she's just trying to escape from the sweets <laughs> from her mom during Christmas and like times. she know th- like that's such a Bracebridge Ohio by the way mm-hmm. I love that it's a fake Gra- was it great Grace- Grace Bridge mm. Ohio. Grace Bridge that's right yeah. that's right beautiful beautiful a beautiful town in Ohio that we all mm-hmm. know well um that it was so small that there was one cop and yet the daughter gets lost and it, right. I was like no no, no. She's leaving Mm-mm. on purpose. I did also like that they set him up for maybe joining the police force throughout. Like that, yes. that wasn't just dropped toward the end. Mm-hmm. It's right. throughout, which I thought Have was wise. Spoiled too much? No, I don't right. think so. I don't think so. There's no way we spoiled too much. Oh my gosh, the uh, swearing! It was outstanding. Um, no, it's okay. No, it's fantastic. <laughs> so that's. That's our V Hudge film. We, I, if she only makes Christmas movies for the rest of her career, I will be so happy. And, and rent live, not live. I was gonna say, yeah. and live action Broadway yeah. shows. She's found her spot and she's working it, and I respect that. She's really, really talented, and also she has the cutest boyfriend who's gonna make that Elvis movie. Austin Butler. Austin Butler. So they're like a little power couple. They're hotties. I just she's really. Great. She's she. Gabriella I forever. Them. Yeah. I can't I wait for the sequel of the Princess Switch. I also can't wait. And by that, you mean Princess Quadrupled? Princess, the, the, th- there's three of her in that one. There's a party girl. 
version <laughs> of them. At some point, they're going to have to address why everyone looks like her. It's like that no, M. Night Shyamalan It's movie. Orphan it's Black. Like that it's amazing like split, yeah. series. It's Externalized. very confusing. Yikes. So Lisa and I obviously watched Night Before Christmas. I think mm-hmm. I'm okay telling listeners now oh, no. that we didn't have time to watch Prince, Christmas Prince 3, A Royal we Baby. We sound like slackers. Everyone's going to hate us. No, no, no. Because you are here to recommend it to us. Yes. And I am so <laughs> confused by the this particular royals sort of trilogy. Yeah. yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about it? So there's <laughs> – I don't even know where to begin. I mean, so she's – the thing about Amber, <laughs> Queen Amber, Amber – Queen Amba. It's so funny that they named her Amber, by the way. They couldn't pick any other. They're like, we have to pick the name that sounds she's the most late Gen X, crazy early millennial. next to Queen. Um, she's, a, she's like a blogger slash rep- first-time reporter. In the first movie, she goes to this – she goes to, I believe, Aldovia. She meets the prince. She breaks into the palace. They fall in love. And she's like, I, but by the way, I'm not giving up my blog. Like, that's the most important thing mm. to me. She mm-hmm. says those words multiple a times. A Meghan Markle Even though she's hint. clearly, like, an atrocious writer and, and – admittedly has no reporting experience. So it's a blog that really just exists in her mind until she becomes a royal. It's sort of this catch-22, like, It's a project she always wanted to get off the ground. Exactly. And now she never can. And now she never can, but she can because she's the queen. It's very complicated. So Mm. she's like this pseudo-feminist queen who wants to, like, bring the 21st century to Aldovia. So she's the whole plot of the third movie is that she's pregnant. And then the B plot is that there's this stolen, like, scroll this true this like oh. scroll that is like this long treaty between these two kingdoms that are next to each other and if they don't sign it by midnight then they're at war even though they like each other it's just like get a new treaty <laughs> well, we have to like, like just write to. it down like we'll figure it out <laughs> but they're like everyone's freaking out because they can't find the scroll and she's also about to give birth and so there's a lot of like a lot of tension around you know she needs to rest she can't do very much she can't work her mind too hard so stop trying to solve the mystery of the scroll mm-hmm. but the additional catch is that if they don't find the scroll, then the baby is going to be cursed. <gasps> what? <laughs> so war and a curse? War, curse, pregnancy. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's dramatic. Wow. And she still has her blog. And she still has her blog. She's blogging away. Queenamber.com? So Queenamber.com slash blogspot. So this is film number two. <laughs> three. This is film number this three. Is, this is the third. Okay. I watched so, the first two, so I did some The work. second one, they get married. The third one, they are in a set, clearly sexless marriage <laughs> that has produced one heir. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, you know. And, did her job. And she, so something I really want to touch on briefly is her hair is very different in each movie, but it's very bad and it's It's very way. bad. Yes, I've heard that. It, mm-hmm. it it's really so bad. bad. So this time it's really short and it's still bad and I'm like, can't, with all this money that Netflix purportedly mm-hmm. has, can't they get her even a wig? Maybe right. she doesn't have great hair. Get her a wig. Get her a better wig. But yeah, so anyway, this movie is, uh, is based around the idea that you know a woman a woman should rest while she's pregnant but also can't stop the worrying wheels of her detective mind <laughs> that is true <laughs> the wheels always be turning always be turning <laughs> there's also a dungeon subplot a ghost plot a ghost yeah now are there any high school musical actors in this film i would say the spirit of zac efron is alive and well oh interesting in this film not literally but perhaps Emotionally, that's the most convincing thing you've said so yeah. far. Okay. So the other kingdom is called Pengilia or Pengila. Yeah, Penglia. 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 And they're like much more like they're all Asian, which is never explained. Like okay. why these two countries are next to each other, and it's like a European random. country yeah, yeah, and yeah. an Asian country, right smack next to each other. Okay, okay. never explained. Pangaea, hmm. maybe. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Sure, sure, the sure. whole. So in the universe. Netflix Christmas universe, yeah, 
space, time. Everything collapses. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of amazing. Though, so all the continents are mushed together. Wow, outstanding. Yeah. Okay, so are there other royals adjacent Christmas films on Netflix that we are we have not covered yet? Um, I would say in a sense yes and in a sense no. Like <laughs> they're all tangentially related. Okay. In that they all like you said use the same set, mm-hmm. sort of the same vibe, same level of, you know, stark reality questioning, but None of the other ones I don't think are about royals. I watched the one with Kristen Davis mm-hmm. and Rob Lowe, and that was, um, ooh, I don't even know what that was. Something you'd recommend? It's a holiday. It's like it a, a holiday in the wild. Oh, yeah. okay. they're they're on an elephant sanctuary okay. in Africa. Okay, two beautiful people who I would love to see coupled up in a holiday. Yeah, but they have zero chemistry. It's like oh, lead in a box, like just very staring at sad. each other. Yeah, but mm. the very movie beautiful. hinges on. The idea that they do so okay, but you know what's nice? She really likes elephants on social media, yeah. And so it's really lovely yeah. that her movie, which I've not seen, yeah, is also about a love of elephants. I assume, yeah, it is. It, it was her passion project about wow. elephants. Then that's so lovely. Okay, yeah. I yeah. love that. It's okay if you and Rob are just friends, but right. like, right, it's fine. And then yeah. actually, the other Netflix Christmas movie, Let It Snow, which I think is based on a John Green short story oh. or book. Wow. Is actually good. Okay. What is like, it? Like, my standards have been so scrambled <laughs> that I don't know what's up and what's down, but I enjoyed it. Okay. It's about, like, a, it's like a little town, a, little, a bunch of high schoolers on a snow day, getting together for a party, going about their various business. It's very sort of like John Hughesy, but in, like, a less creepy way. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. That's cute. The, the the best endorsement you could I would, give it, if really. you're If you only have two hours to watch Netflix this holiday season, okay. okay. I would pick Let It Snow. and But unless you're tempted by the surreal in which case I would watch right before Christmas <laughs> or folding laundry or wrapping gifts yes you know too. it's a good back these are good background films very well, good which One serve a role kind of weird is obviously last year we had you on and we mm-hmm. were so happy to have you back and we got the Jameson just for you thank you um, I'm so honored I know, so <laughs> thank you to our producer for thank making you. that happen you're like I Rachel's really coming. We can't need believe the you whiskey. guys got whiskey just oh, yeah. for me oh yeah of course and now I'm drinking it in a tea it's, uh, it's delicious. Pumpkin ginger snap. Mm-hmm. Um, but last year when we, we had you on, there were so many movies about royal things, and it seems like there's not really as many this year. Like last year, there was Mary Queen of Scots. Yeah, we had oh, yeah. the other one. Oh, The Favorite. We had The Favorite, the favorite. last year. That was a big blast. But then of now, stuff. this year, it's all about like dancing cats. Yeah. It's not Royalty the most fun, <laughs> not, not the most fun like movies, Oscars y no. season so far. To I'm me. still like, I, I'm on a low from cats. Like I feel like I need to lie down and think, have a think. We're so glad that you pushed through to come here tonight. I really do appreciate it very much. Yes, thank you. So Rachel, um, thank you so much for coming in. Where can our listeners follow you and where can they read your writing? Yes. You can read my writing at vulture.com and then you can find me on Twitter at Rachel underscore Handler. And then you can find me uh, wherever Vanessa Hudgens may be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whatever screen she appears on. That's beautiful. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, guys. So before we adjourn the Royal Pod, we have some highs and lows related to the Netflix movies. It's time for the Royal Highs and Lows. So we're going to start with lows, as always. My low is going to be that I am so confused about the Netflix Christmas universe. Yeah, my low is not enough Vanessa Hudgens. 
it's like, <laughs> as much as it is, there could be more. Um, so that would be my low. Also, my low is letting a night from 1334 drive your car in 2019. I mean, really? That's not safe. Don't do that, you guys. If a night shows up in your yard, don't do that. Yeah. Um, what about your high? My high is going to be about the Netflix Christmas universe because I love Vanessa Hudgens. Let her be in more royal slash royal adjacent roles. Like, I cannot wait for the Christmas Princess Switch sequel. Yes. It sounds like it's going to mess with my mind so much. Actually, my low is that it didn't come out by this Christmas season. What the heck? I know. It's a Christmas movie. She came out at Christmas. But she was doing the night before Christmas. Still. She can double. She can just tag team it. Anyway, um, so my high would be that in the night before Christmas there is a puppy let's just say I don't want to spoil any excitement but there's a puppy it's really really cute it's black and white I don't know what the breed is if anyone's listening and watches the movie and has an idea of what the breed is I urgently need you to email me tweet at me DM me on Instagram because I need to know what that dog is because I need to put it on my vision board Mm -hmm. right for sure with a better name than night <laughs> let's just say um so that was my high and you guys can drop us an email at info at to ask us any and all questions about the royals or let us know about the royal holiday movies you watched and you loved or hated or loved to hate as also the dog often happens or like the dog yeah um and please remember <laughs> to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a five-star review on apple podcast and here's a real review from Caitlin. Um, okay, the username is Katie Hoffman Inc. Uh, the subject line is Pod for the Walk. I look forward to seeing each seeing new episodes pop up at the end of each week as I make the preschool run with my gaggle of girls, all with monarch names, Adelaide, Beatrice, and Greta. Thank you for the excellent company, ladies. I love those names. They're great names. Oh, Adelaide, how beautiful is I that? I want to see pictures of the girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Email Please. us. Um, so you guys can follow the show on Instagram at Rarely Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Rarely Obsessed. You can follow Follow me, Lisa, if you want, um, at Lisa Raya <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram. And Caitlin, where can we find you? You can find me at HeyKmenz, H-E-Y-K-M-E-N-Z on Twitter and Instagram and read my writing at CaitlinMenza.com. And until next week, when we're back to being humans functioning in real time, <laughs> God save the pod. Whee! Her Majesties of Royally Obsessed have retired for this episode. God save the pod. And if you fancy the podcast, give Royally Obsessed the royal rating of five stars on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. Royally Obsessed is a gallery podcast production.